I have a very simple rule. If I want to invest into something, I have to be able to take a loan secured by the account. I didn't say borrow from, borrow secured by the investment account. You can do it with a brokerage account, you can do it with insurance, and you can do it with real estate. But those are the three main assets that I use for buy, for buy, borrow, die, and we teach our students how to do it. Welcome to The Real Deal, a commercial real estate investing podcast. I'm your host, Aman Shahi. There's a ton going on in the world right now, and much of it impacts real estate investors. The Real Deal podcast will take a look at what's happening and how it influences you as a real estate investor. Each episode is a 20-minute segment dedicated to distilling the day's most important news, so you can stay up to date on what's going on in the world and how it might affect the commercial real estate market. Welcome back to another episode of the Cashflow Capitalist Show. Today, we have a very special guest and very different reality of taxes. Today, we have a guy named Mark. Mark, he does buy, butter, die strategy. I don't know what that is. I want to know. I want to create something for you. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. I was was good to meet you at uh, Bronson's event. You know, I love hanging out with entrepreneurs and, and just people with the right mindset and they're just going places and they're helping other people and just having fun with our with what we do right so uh no it's good, it's good to be on here with you today so tell us like in 30 seconds introduce yourself like who you are my name is mark kwan um i'm originally from canada i came here like 24 years ago for the american dream i dropped out of college i thought it was, it was a waste of time i was i was in business school and and learning finances and and that sort of thing and i dropped out i was like this is this is a scam so i came to the united states i became a private investigator I used to chase people around with a video camera on workers' compensation claims all over the place. Um, I grew up as a construction worker. Like I, used, I used to build chimneys with my dad. Um, you know, My family had no financial education, so I came here and I decided uh, I, I needed a financial education. I started reading Robert Kiyosaki books, right? Rich Dad, Poor Dad was always the one. And then I got recruited into the financial industry. Um, you know, I used to work with a guy named Patrick Bet David. Wow, <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he was uh, it was me and uh, him and some guys starting our, our, our in the industry and in, in wow, that was a long time ago in Granada Hills. Um, and then I basically started, uh, I really got into finances. I just I learned how to trade stock options and I started writing books. Uh, so in 2009, when the economy crashed, I wrote a good book against the banking industry called Rich Man Poor Bank. Yeah, so back, I was yeah. like, man, these banks are crooked. And then I was, I became an investment advisor. I used to manage portfolios for people. I was the financial advisor, the investment advisor. And then I wrote another book called Top 10 Ways to Avoid Taxes. Um, and it's just the basics on tax avoidance. So stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, insurance, all the simple, basic ways um, to avoid taxes. And then during coronavirus, I wrote a third book. It was about a thing called Index Universal Life Insurance. And it also talks about how rich people borrow from their assets to purchase other assets. Um, and that's sort of where the topic comes in of, you know, what buy, borrow, die. So tell us, like, give me a brief introduction about the buy, borrow, die. What is it? Okay, so buy, borrow, die isn't a new strategy. It's like, I don't know, it's 25, 30 years old. I mean, billionaires have been using it forever. Okay. And it's very, very simple. Okay. 
And the problem, unfortunately, it's the opposite of what everyone else told to do. We're all told to go do that. And then the bank, the guys who own the banks are telling us to do that. Right. So a uh, Bible order is very simple. If you were to simplify it, you get a brokerage account, but it's a brokerage account where you invest and then you never sell it because if you never sell it, is it taxable? It's not right. So it's not your avoid. You're circumventing the tax system if you never sell it. Now, if you take a low interest loan from it, you've avoided taxes again because loans are not taxable. Okay. And normally you have to work for money, but working for money is takes time and energy and that sort of thing. But if you just take a loan, you did not have to work or pay taxes, right? <laughs> so you saved yourself working hard and paying taxes by taking a loan. Now, if you take that loan and invest it into another asset that's going to appreciate and pay, be, pay income, well, that's another asset. And you basically purchase an assets. I basically have a very simple way to do it. I use a brokerage account. I use a life insurance policy where I can invest inside of it and I can borrow from those and I'll purchase real estate or some sort of asset that's going to pay passive income. So as long as you don't sell the assets, you can pass up to $26 million to your family. If you're married completely free, because there's a step up in basis. So you buy an asset, you borrow from it, you buy an asset, you borrow from it, you buy an asset, you keep doing that over as long as you never sell it, there's never taxable. All the loans are not taxable. And you're essentially creating money out of thin air that didn't exist. You did not have to work or pay taxes on it. Nice. Or die. It's, it's from a USC study at, uh, at USC University. So it's not like a university. It's not a new strategy. It's been yeah. University of Southern California, a tax law professor came up with a coined the strategy. So what kind of people that can benefit from this? Are there any common person working in um, W2 or they have to be businessmen? No, anybody can do this. Literally anybody. You can you can start. You, if you said, Mark, I got $100 to put into a brokerage account, I'll show you how to set it up. $100 in a brokerage account, W2. Obviously, as a business owner, it's, it's always more tax advantages. If you're a W2 and you own real estate, there's other things you can do there. But yeah, anybody can do it. That's the cool part about it. Anybody of any income can do Bible or die. But you need their stop. You have to. You need to change the way you think. <laughs> so, so you mentioned also about like this year strategy. All the billion billionaires use. Do they? Does anybody has to be wealthy to do it, or they can like start with like thousand dollar, two thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar? What's the yeah. minimum they need to do it? Uh, the minimum to actually be able to take a super low interest loan is two thousand dollars. So it's not a lot, right? You could have a a, a a brokerage account at another company. And then move the money you specifically have to put it into. There's only two companies that works well. Is one's called M1 Finance. The other is called Interactive Brokers. Those are the two companies that you can invest and then just press a button and borrow with no credit check, no application. And it doesn't go on your credit score. See, these are loans that literally you just press a button and take them. There's no application to do it. So what happened if you couldn't sell it? Uh, so you couldn't um, make money out of it from, from the loan? Uh, well, you, the key is you have to be somewhat financially savvy because you need to make sure to invest that money to somewhere where you're not going to lose it. Okay. <laughs> so whether it's a good real estate deal or whatever that, that asset is. And, um, as you know, like, you know, everyday investor mostly invest in the stocks. So do you think in pulling money out of stocks and where, when the market is a little bit like shaky right now, we don't know sometimes stocks are going up and down is it right way to do it 
No, not at all. Uh, basically, let's say that somebody likes, I don't know, what's a stock? Tesla, NVIDIA, like what's a good stock that we can talk about today? I mean, give me an example of Tesla, which we use Tesla. Uh, let's, talk, let's, talk, let's talk about Econix because I, that stock is very stable. Okay, cool. Okay, good. So let's say you're investing in that stock. You would never want to sell it, right? Because if you want to accumulate shares, you would never sell. If you sold it, you would create taxes. You would voluntarily pay taxes by selling it. So if you sold it, you could pay 30% in taxes in California. Right, even on long-term capital gains. So why would you pay 30% in taxes and, and you would sell all the work that you've been trying to save? Why wouldn't you just press a button and take a low-interest loan? Take a loan at 7% interest and invest into something else. Invest in real estate, invest in life insurance or anything, or even buy a car. <laughs> buy a, well, you, not buy a car. Buying a car is better. I mean, that's the thing. You could actually earn money. Okay, so this is a good example. You could earn money, yeah. fight inflation, pay taxes and then invest your after-tax money and buy a car, right? Or you can invest the money and then you could um, just borrow and buy the car because that money you didn't have to work or pay taxes on. Yeah, there's lots of different ways to do it. But let's say you bought a 6,000 pound car, right? With it, you could write that off on your taxes. So it's combining different tax codes for you that, that's going to make it more effective. I mean, there's lots of different ways. You, If you do it right, give, find me anybody in three years, I'll show them how to not pay taxes. I don't care if you're making a million dollars a year. Um, within three years, I'll show you how to put the pieces in place. You're going to have to use real estate, but it's buy, borrow, die because it's it's a brokerage account, insurance policies, and real estate. And then you have to know the tax codes on real estate, which I know you know. <laughs> right? And you also teach other people about that too. I do. I do. I actually run a financial education school teaching this strategy. I'll make sure we put that on the show notes so people can reach out to you. They can. I mean, they can go to my Instagram, um, The Perfect Portfolio. It was like, it was like so, so coronavirus happens and the market's crashing. Okay. So I, I know how to invest. So when the market was crashing, I put a triple short. I bet down on the market and I was making money when it went down. It hit the bottom. I flipped it around and start, started making money on the way up. But I had all these financial seminars and they all got canceled. So I said, well, what am I going to do? Uh, sitting around like, what am I going to do? I got all these seminars. I can't, you know, what am I going to do? So I wrote my third book and then I started a financial education school. We ended up calling the perfect portfolio. It was about tax avoidance and investing. And then uh, we started teaching buy, borrow, die because it kind of leaked that, that, that coined, you know, buy, borrow, die kind of leaked into you know, on YouTube and stuff like that. And then we spent 26 months perfecting the strategy right now. Like we've, we've had 150 students go through a course. We've had people who don't know anything. We've had rich people, guys with huge brokerage accounts, guys who make, you know, huge money and they all benefit. Everybody of any income can benefit from buy, borrow, die. Nice, nice. So what are the risks involved with this strategy? The risks are you need to be financially literate. You need to raise your financial IQ. You need to know what you're doing, all right? It doesn't matter how good a strategy is. If somebody's going to use it badly, a good strategy can be bad and a bad strategy can be good depending on how you use it. So you just have to understand that you're, you're borrowing. There's safer ways to do it. There's ETFs we use in this in the strategy that pay between 12 and 70% dividends. <laughs> if you've got a 50% dividend on something and you're borrowing at seven, that's a much safer way to do it. And can you also like 
there are some people like who are who people like me. I don't want to say some people like people like me who has the stocks in like the Robinhood, E Trade, and all this thing. Can I use those brokerage account too, or do I need to transfer my assets from that to M1 Finance or other one? Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah. The answer is yes because none of those other platforms. If you if you just Googled lowest margin rates, anybody can do this. Do lowest margin rates. You're going to come up with M1. And interactive brokers that's it all the other brokers they want to charge you 13 to 14 percent interest if you want to borrow money that just doesn't work right you need to get super low when we started this course we were borrowing at two percent two percent interest we're just pressing a button and borrowing at two percent it's crazy nice it's, yeah it's like free money um when you were doing it so now, it, we're, now we're borrowing at between 6.7 and 7.25 right now and what are the um for how long can you borrow the money from? Forever. Like as long as you pay and it's keep going, the interest rate is keep going and keep going and keep going. I could, yeah, I could, I mean, this is for another time, but I could show you my brokerage account. Every single month I get $700 a month in dividends. The cost of my debt was $96.62. So I had interest of $96.62 and I got $700 of dividends. And by the way, anybody can go to my YouTube channel and actually look at the positions that I own in my investment account to verify that. <laughs> I have a, a video called How to Pay How the Rich Pay No Taxes is on my uh, YouTube channel. So um, I can support it and uh, show you exactly how to do it. So And I also read about, before like joining this call, I did read an article about this. I also read about the interest rate, the interest that you're paying is also tax deductible. That's going to be a question for your CPA. Okay. Is, is your interest deductible? That's a question for your CPA. Um, because I own businesses and corporations and all that stuff, my CPA was like, shouldn't be a problem. Right. So for an employee, it might be a problem. Yeah. For, go, for good, CPA can help you a lot. They can. Absolutely. And um, so can you also um, explain a little bit about the way market is going right now? Interest rate is high. How, what kind of impact that you are seeing on investments that people are rejecting this idea or people are preferring this idea? What are you seeing right now? Um, as far as rejecting it, usually people are, um, the biggest thing is that people have accepted the fact that they need to save money, get good credit and max out their 401k to save on taxes get a Roth IRA and index funds, and then pay off their home. That's the opposite of buy, borrow, die. Yeah. It, it is. It's completely the opposite. Everything that I taught as a financial advisor, as an investment advisor, and everything that I taught when I was training financial advisors for 17 years, it's the opposite of what the billionaires are doing in almost every way. <laughs> so that that's, I mean. And can you also use this strategy in retirement accounts? No. Now, you can't take a loan secured by a retirement account. All retirement accounts to me are dead money because let me give you an example. Let's say um, somebody has $100,000 in a retirement account. I don't care if it's a Roth or an IRA, 100 grand, and they want to find a great piece of real estate and they want to invest. What are they going to do? How are they going to buy the real estate? Can't touch it, right? Tax penalties. If I have 100 grand in a brokerage account and I want to buy a piece of real estate, what do I do? press the borrow button. I take the loan. I leave the full hundred grand. If I want to borrow 40 grand, borrow the 40 grand, buy the real estate down payment. Mm. That I just created $40,000 out of thin air that I did not have to work for and did not have to pay taxes. Yep. 
So in California, you might have saved $30,000 in taxes by pressing the borrow button. And I didn't invest the $100,000. I didn't, I didn't sell the $100,000 account. So no. I have a, a very simple rule. If I want to invest into something, I have to be able to take a loan secured by the account. I didn't say borrow from, borrow secured by the investment account. You can do it with a brokerage account. You can do it with insurance and you can do it with real estate. But those are the three main assets that I use for buy, for buy, borrow, die. And we teach our students how to do it. So if you can save a lot of money on taxes, do you think anywhere in the future we can see any kind of change of, change of laws, tax laws can impact this too? No, there's no way. No, you'd have to, you'd have to uh, tax unrealized capital gains. So basically they would have to tax because un unrealized capital gains are all that money in the brokerage account. There was a lot of talk of this because they were saying, oh, we want to tax the billionaires, right? Because what are they doing? They're buying real estate. They're never selling it. They're borrowing. They're setting up their, what it, when Elon Musk has his, uh, his Tesla stock and he needs money, do you think he sells his stock? No, he just takes a low interest loan. Yeah, absolutely. What if he invests that loan into something that's tax deductible like his business? He just created tax deductions on something that he never had to earn. <laughs> and that's a way to actually, that's, there's, there's some cool ways that you can actually uh, take a loan, put it into something tax deductible, and then wipe out your own taxes with it. There's lots of ways that you could buy. Okay, let's, we'll, say, we'll say the one of um, the buying a car for 6,000 pounds. A lot of people hear about that on the internet. Let's say you want to buy a Tesla and it's $120,000, Okay. And you need $10,000 to buy it. You got a brokerage account with a hundred grand in it. Like, I want to buy the Tesla. Some people would liquidate the account to buy it. That's crazy. Borrow the 10,000. Press the button, borrow 10 grand. Put the 10 grand on the car. If you're a business owner, you could write off the full 120,000 on your taxes. Right? And that was money you did not pay taxes on. So you could actually wipe out tax liabilities if you're creative about it. And you can do that with, you know, Lots of different investments, providing there's a tax deduction when they go in. But just retirement accounts are of dead money. They're actually the worst investments ever. I would never put a dollar in a retirement account uh, because I would kill the money, right? I don't want to retire at 65. I retire whenever I want, right? And then, and then, what do I do? I worry. I, I wake up in the morning and I figure out how to create more money, pay less taxes, and and create more passive income streams, right? So, yeah, I, as you said, you you still need to be a investor savvy you still need to understand where you're investing where you're not investing you just cannot invest in like a borrow the money and invest in crypto and that was like no. high yesterday and low today no you have to invest into things that are going to have consistent growth high dividends not crypto is not going to work you can lose all your money doing that um you have to have a risk you have to have a risk management strategy too okay we teach all that stuff that's the course is eight weeks because we teach you the basics. We show you how to do it. We teach you the real estate side. We teach you the basics of the taxes. We teach you all the things so you can have a very specific strategy on how to do it. And what advice do you want to give to somebody like who's starting into this new strategy? Because that's for majority of the people that's totally new because everybody just learning about investing from Instagram and TikTok at this point. Yes. I know, I know. Um, I, I don't. I'm not aware of a, a, any company or education school that teaches this stuff. To my knowledge, they don't exist. I'm the first one to create it. Um, but I've got some YouTube content. Like, if I'm trying to make better YouTube content, and a person can come, we have a presentation on October 11th. 
Okay. So people can come to our presentation. They can get registered on our Instagram and come and look at it. They could watch the overview. Uh, it's how the rich pay no taxes, the basics. Then they can come to a second class and learn some more stuff. And then they can come to a third class and not pay us anything. <laughs> Only if they love those three classes, um, they can pay 1500 bucks for the course. And there's six more classes, five to six more classes. And they learn Bible or die. They'll have an exact system. No, you only teach it for $1,500. That's it? I know. That's it? Yep. Oh, come on. Man. Where were I, you I from last two years? Where were you from last two years? <laughs> I know. That's basically free. I mean, I had a guy save $70,000 on his on his real estate because we did cost segregation for him. He's like, I just made $70,000 coming into your course. This is pretty good. And they learn Bible or die. I mean, we have a lot of things we can do. Um, I think we're the only company right now that can do buy, borrow, die with full investment advisors services as a fiduciary. And we can actually build it. We're actually doing with Schwab. We partnered up with a company um, that's, that's partnering up with Schwab. So somebody can eventually, you know, they can learn buy, borrow, die if they have larger assets. We even partnered with a company on offering investment advisor services specific to buy, borrow, die. And larger as it means like hundred, hundred grand, a million dollars. $50,000 on that side. Okay. But you can start again. Somebody was like, I don't have the 250. Great. Start with a hundred bucks and in a brokerage account. We'll show you what to buy. We'll show you how to set it up. We'll, we'll teach you the strategy. Um, uh, and, uh, and then you can learn it. Like I said, there's a, there's one of my favorite sayings is thinking is a recycling of the data you gathered in the past, right? Yeah. Sod guru who said that if you are from a friend of Sod guru, I, right? I know about that. Thinking is just a recycling of the data you gathered in the past. So if your entire life you've been taught to save money, get good credit, max out your 401k to save on taxes, get a Roth IRA and index funds, you're stuck. In fact, you've been taught to make banks and government wealthy. Because if you want to make banks and government wealthy, just follow that advice. <laughs> just it. That's you, you've turned your family into a multi-generational passive income stream for wall street and the government just follow that advice okay so you got to correct it you almost have to like wipe the slate clean and go wait a second bible is the opposite of have taught we've all been told to get out of debt mm -hmm, yeah. but the opposite is you may somebody may not like debt but taxes are worse debt might be yeah. asked but taxes are this much you got to pay that much to avoid that much. That's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but cool. Buy, borrow, die can be done in any state by anyone of any income. And what kind of risk assessment do you think a person should be, should have it before in investing in the buy, borrow, die? You know what? I mean, the risk is in your financial education. You have to invest the time. When, when I started, I was, my family had no financial education. My family were fishermen bricklayers, construction workers, and factory workers, right? Like we were like th multi generations. So I came in, I said, I read a book and it said, Mark, you got to become a sophisticated investor. I was like, what is that? Right. This was 24 years ago or something sophisticated. They said, you got to learn how to, you got to jump in and do stuff and you'll make money and you lose money or whatever. Um, but you know, I didn't have any guidance. There was no course. There was no YouTubes. There was whatever. You just kind of learning. There was no apps you could invest on these days. I mean, these days you can plug into somebody knowledgeable and put a hundred bucks into an app by pressing a button. And then when you get over 2000, you can borrow without a credit check. It's crazy. I mean, the fact is 
you could, it was impossible to do vibro dye like four years ago for the average person. It just wasn't possible. Now at this point, any, anybody can do it. Anybody. You just need to have the M1 finance and interactive brokerage, right? Yeah. And you also know what to buy into, buy into it. Okay. They yeah. Go, they can, if they want to look at the YouTube channel, it's called how the rich pay no taxes, perfect portfolio, YouTube channel. You can watch it's an hour and 20 minutes. So you can watch the whole thing, break it down, everything there. If they want to take the course, they can reach out to us. Yeah, I will reach out to you. <laughs> I'd love to have you there as a, as a, you know, to learn this stuff. It'd be fun. I would love to learn about it because I read so much stuff about it, but nobody talk about, talk about it. They're like, yeah, make money, pay taxes, make money, pay taxes. That's, that's A to Z. That's it. You know, I'll give you, I'll give you the most basic example, right? So we, so people, people do buy, borrow, die. They just don't know they do it. Okay. Do you know anybody who's ever bought a home before? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They did buy, borrow, die. Here's what. They bought the pace. They put a down payment, right? Let's say they put 50000 down on a $500,000 property, right? Yeah. What did they do? They basically put some money down, but then they borrowed money. They borrowed $450,000 to buy that home, correct? But I didn't have to pay taxes on that $450,000. So they saved taxes on 450 grand in California, you'd have to go earn 900 grand. Yeah. So immediately they did buy, borrow, die. They just didn't realize what they were doing. If they, if they grow that home and they never sell it, is it taxable? No. Mm -hmm. If they yeah. die, there's a step up in basis and that home goes resets and goes to their family completely tax free. Every single person who's ever bought a home has done buy, borrow, die. They just didn't know it. Now, if they sold the home, well, you can sell a home every two years if you live in it without paying taxes. That's another way to circumvent the tax system. So it's just as long as, you, as long as you understand what your strategy is. There's so many ways to not pay anything in taxes. It's crazy. Like I'm, I'm gonna, I have to write the book on buy, borrow, die, but I'm too busy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but no. If you again, everyone does it. You buy if they buy a home and you borrowed. You kind of did buy, borrow, die. What if that home appreciated in value and you took a loan and bought another piece of real estate? You did it again. You're doing buy, borrow, die. You just didn't know what it was called. <laughs> and nobody ever explained to you what you're doing. Yeah. Question. Yeah. As you said, um, you can take another piece of a loan, second mortgage, and, and buy another real estate. Yeah. But there are so many people who have their own homes and everything, but they're not doing it. What's limiting them? Uh, it's, 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 it's the, they've been indoctrinated in a way to think. Okay. So for example, let's take, let's not, I'm not picking on Dave Ramsey, but a lot of people follow Dave Ramsey. They say, buy a home and pay it off. So let me, let me, let me check this really quick. So when you bought a home and let's say you put 3% down, okay. And you put 97% down, right? So let's say it's a $500,000 home. You put 15,000 down. So you will you sign a piece of paper and four hundred and eighty five thousand dollars is created out of thin air by signing a piece of paper, and now you have five hundred thousand dollars of assets that you control. Yeah, that's the one thing that will make you wealthy in your life. And then they say never do that again. What? <laughs> like really? <laughs> you just signed a piece of paper. You have appreciation on a $500,000 home. If it goes up by 6% 6 that year, that's $30,000. You put $15,000 down, you got appreciation on $30,000, didn't have to pay taxes on. 
that means you made 200% return your first year on your money, right? Put 15,000 down, make 30. And then they say, pay it off. No, pay it off. I'm like, wait a second. The one thing that's going to make you wealthy is buy real estate. If you borrow from it and buy another one, you're doing the, you're doing the thing that's going to make you wealthy twice, <laughs> but they say, pay it off. It's like, Hey, that one thing that gets you wealthy, just do it once, never do it again. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And you said it right. Like we have been indoctrinated that debt is bad, but that is a one thing that makes you rich. It is. It is. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a, one of our favorite sayings is from my chief operating officer. Mm -hmm. And he says, if you don't know what other people's money is, if you don't know what OPM is, then you are the OP in other people's money. There's two families in the world. There's the people that use other people's money to get wealthy. They're avoiding taxes. Or there's the people that are being used. They are the other people's money for other people to get rich. When you save money, you're the OP that's making other people wealthy. The second you save money. I don't want to save money. I want to say I'll save some money, but I want to invest money. And then I want to borrow from that because now I'm using other people's money. So you have people, families have two choices. You just accept the status quo, work hard, pay taxes, or you, you get educated, raise your financial IQ and learn how to use other people's money to get wealthy. And what and do you, I, yeah. I, there was no advantage that I had. I just had to learn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to be rich, you have to study. You can't just be like sitting by home and start saving money that one day you're going to be rich. That's not how it works. No, no. It's, there's a lot of stuff going on in the financial market. If you can learn, you can be wealthy very soon. And that's, a, yeah. I think that's the best thing about capitalism, that it gives chance to everybody if you work 100%, for it. 100%. Yeah. And there's, there's a, the topic of capitalism um, is another topic for the course because there's, there's crony capitalists. Those are the, like the, the, the guys who are just, they'll do anything to make money. They'll literally do anything. They're the crony capitalists. And there's the conscious capitalist. I'm a conscious capitalist. So I'd say, well, I want to make money, but I want to have it with purpose. I want to do good in the world with my money, right? I'm a fan of Will Smith because he talks about doing good in the world. You know, like, and, and so there's a lot of really good people. They're actually conscious capitalists. They're aware of what's going on when they, they make those decisions. And then there's the crony capitalists who would just sacrifice anything and anybody to make money, right? So it's not capitalism. It's bad. It's the, the crony capitalists the unethical kind of bad people that they give the bad name to thing, but the, the opposite of capitalism is called communism. Check how that worked. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> and on that topic, we can talk about an hour and hour. Oh, yeah. I know that's another so. podcast for sure. That's another podcast for sure. I, I think, I think if you do podcast, we can be like canceled or something. <laughs> Hey, but, uh, you know. who cares if you're, if you're not making if you're not disrupting yeah I, i'm not disrupting something i'm bored i gotta be disrupting something i gotta gotta be changing something disrupting something disruption and innovation that's my thing i've always want it's like i gotta be doing that otherwise i get very bored at this point you can disrupt anything it's so easy <laughs> the system's so messed up especially the financial industry it's so it's so messed up i mean we had a guy in our course and and uh, he, he went to school for four years, like a hundred grand in student loans and finances. And I uh, came in the course and he paid 1500 bucks. He goes, are you kidding? He says, I learned more in 16 hours than I did. And he goes, the crazy part was everything that I spent the hundred grand for 
was like the opposite of what you taught me to do. And he was like, he couldn't believe it. He was like, this is nuts. He's like, I'd spent a hundred grand to be told what, what not to do. And here's the thing, funny thing. When I was a financial advisor, I was the financial advisor for CPAs. Okay. Here's the good. So wait a second. The CPA is supposed to be the smart guy, but he doesn't know how to invest or get financially independent. So he has to get a financial advisor. Okay. But the financial advisor doesn't know how to invest and get financially independent. You know, because he has to go find other clients. He has to get other people's money to get that and charge fees. It's the only way he's going to become. So the two people we're listening to are the CPA who doesn't know how to get financially independent, has to go get a financial advisor, but the financial advisor can't become financially independent if he takes other people's money, right, to do it. That's crazy. And we're listening to these people. <laughs> and they all, they've all been taught at universities and colleges that don't teach Bible or die, even though Bible or die comes from a prestigious university from incredibly smart tax, or tax yeah. attorney. U <laughs> USC. So weird. Like, this yeah. is how come Bible or die isn't taught out there. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question for others to debate. Yeah. And yeah. what do you, what do you recommend? Like what kind of loan to value that anybody should take? Like somebody has a hundred K in their brokerage, like they, they can be st still on the safe side. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's about baby steps. We, it's, we talk about baby steps. It's like, go really slow, see how it works. Right. We go very slowly. We teach them, we educate them and, and make sure they understand what they're doing. We make sure they go very, very slow. Right. And, um, but it all depends on their financial education. I've got people who come in the course who go, Mark, I know nothing. It's so easy. They jump in the course and they just start investing and borrowing. And they don't think of anything because they don't know anything different. And then there's the guys who spent 30 years studying finances. It's so hard for them to do it because they've been told to do it works a certain way or whatever. Right. It's just like anything else. It's just the people who don't know anything, they're so easy to teach. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, that's a lot of information in half an hour that I'm still, my head is aching right now. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'll, I'll teach you how to do it. We'll, we'll get you set up with a hundred bucks and an investment app. And then let's, maybe you can use it for a couple months and then you can come back and we can jump on here and tell me what you learned or something like that. Or maybe I'll, I'll interview you or something like that. So, I'll, re I'll reach out to you for sure. Like this is something yeah. I really, really hate the most is like paying the taxes. You can make hundred K and when your 30, 30, 30 grand goes into the taxes, that hurts a lot. <laughs> and that's the thing like that. I, I can't, I can't get you out of the tax system immediately. It's not happen. It takes time. It, it takes that and yeah. it involves real estate. You need real estate or something like that because you need to create tax exempt income stream from real estate. That's your podcast. <laughs> but yeah, there's lots of ways to create lots of tax-free income stream from real estate. Because if you have tax-free income stream and they're funding your buy, borrow, buy strategy, which is never taxable, and you can keep generating tax-free income and it's funneled into tax-free brokerage accounts and insurance policies, which then can borrow to purchase other assets, you're good. But again, it takes it might take three years or four years to put the pieces in place, Right. It's still better rather than going to the college and learning about finance and still don't know anything. Yeah. Here's the other scary thing. All the people that are saving money on in their 401ks, what do you think what do you think is gonna happen when artificial intelligence takes away your job and you can't earn an income? What are you gonna do? What if I tell you I'm Here's also one of the guy? <laughs> like what are you gonna do? You're gonna liquidate your 401k and try and live on it? You'll never do that. It's it's ridiculous. You're you're 
It's debt. See, what I do is I'm a cash flow investor. I want to know what's my income now. Everything I invest into, pay it better pay me an income stream now. I'm 46. You know, I want huge income streams and just build them all the time. That's all, that's all me and my wife care about is build income streams now. We don't care about the income at 65 or 70. We want to live life now. So we we teach income streams now, and that's what we teach. You know, we, we met at Bronson's event. Bronson wrote his book, right? I endorsed his book. You know why? Because he taught, he's a cash flow investor. He thinks like me. He wants to build income streams now, right? And I think he mentions he went down from a, I think he's in a 3% tax bracket. I mean, I think he mentions in his book. So that's, I mean, it's totally possible. I got another friend who makes a lot of money in real estate. She pays nothing in taxes. Nice, nice. Nothing, nah. Right? Because she understands the tax codes. So. If people have to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you? Best way to go is just Mark Kwan at Instagram or the Perfect Portfolio on Instagram. Um, and, you know, again, the YouTube is probably the best one because it's an hour and 20 minutes covering this topic specifically, you know, and that's on the Perfect Portfolio YouTube channel. Uh, but I'm pretty easy to get hold of. You can read my books. The, uh, all my books have the contact information. So if you want to read top 10 ways to avoid taxes to get the basics, uh, which is good. You can get that book on Amazon. There's a there's an email. You can email us and then and reach out to us. I'm pretty easy to get hold. But it's amazing how many people just are they're like intimidated or they, they don't think that they can do it or whatever. So you know, I, I help the people that are open minded and want to learn and they're just willing to reach out to us. So or they can come to Woodland Hills take you for sushi. That's that works too. Bri I do accept bribery and I do accept sushi. Here's a copy like ASAP. And we'll, we'll, we'll give you the basic setup for my board. I. And yes. And um, last question is for the mindset. Be ready. If today is the last day on this planet, what message do you want to give to the world? Last day on the planet? Yeah. What message do you want to give to the world? What's message? Well, for the last day on the planet, I don't know. I've never, never been asked that one before. But I can tell you that, that um, don't accept the reality that you've been given, like seriously, don't accept it. Don't accept you need to work to your 65 to 70. That is bullshit. It is. It's garbage. You don't need to accept that reality. But if you hang around with everybody you hang around with accepts that reality, you build your own, you built your own cage, right? You really did. Um, I hang around with entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that talk about investing. We build cash flow. We want freedom now. We want to retire early. And if you, you've got to spend time around with the people, right? And I also have a very strict thing. I only hang out with very, very ethical people. If I am around somebody and I see they're slightly unethical, I cut the cord, okay? I have very strict, like who I spend my time is incredibly important. They have to be ethical. They have to be like independent thinkers. They have to be wanting to build something better or they have to like helping other people. Like I'm very specific who, where, where I, who and where I spend my time with, right? And people should do that. Um, but just don't accept the static quote. Uh, I love the matrix. Take the, take, the, take the red pill. Stop eating all those blue pills and accepting the reality for what it is. Work hard. Go get a job. Save taxes. Get a diploma. Pay your taxes. Get a retirement account. All that's garbage. Create, your, create your own never, reality. Yeah. I never accepted that. And I grew up in, in basically poverty. So I, I never accepted it. It wasn't real. I, I didn't agree with it. And uh, and because I didn't agree with it, I, it you know, I don't have to do that anymore.
Pick your own battles. Don't fight anybody's battles. No, just just learn a little bit. Oh, here's the one thing. Raise your financial IQ just a little bit every single day, but make sure you're be, be, be careful where you get your advice from. Raise it every single day, right? Just a little bit, right? And 365 years late, 365 days late, your might your life might be very different if you took the advice, you know, on the on something something a system or somebody has yeah. their best interest. But yeah. raise your financial IQ a little bit every single day. We we talk, I talk about it all the time in the course. And you just got to do that. Perfect. So. All right, Mark, that was a lot of information. And I hope like people can learn from it and they can reach out to you. And I really appreciate your time and your knowledge. And I'll see you during sushi. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I you, we, we live pretty close to each other. So we yeah. get some sushi for sure. Yeah. All right. All right man, see you over All there right. in 15 minutes. That's All right. Good. All right, Mark. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, man. Bye. Good talking to you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on The Real Deal, a commercial real estate investing podcast, the show that covers everything to do with multifamily real estate investing to help you become an expert in your real estate ventures. We're here to help you create passive income and financial freedom so that you can achieve what you want whenever you want. We'll catch you next time on The Real Deal.